Hello and welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. I'm your host, Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, remember to subscribe to it. And if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time, uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that. My team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. What's up? I'm good, sir. How are you? Not too bad. What's going on? Uh, yeah, no. Um, Action Lab 2 was amazing. Uh, root cause stuff was unexpected, I would say. Um I'm probably a bit like you were saying earlier. Like I could relate a lot to what Maggie was saying. Like a lot of my patterns seem to be around procrastination, um, almost self-sabotage in a way. Not quite pulling the trigger, you know, getting mm-hmm. to a point and then uh, it doesn't feel quite safe, and I'm not going to do that. And for me, the OI <laughs> might sound ridiculous. Um, but- I've heard some. I've heard a lot, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. Um, but uh, yeah, so again, I, I, was, I was curious about this because in my history, like my, my childhood, I've, it was pretty good. Like, there's, there's no mad instance or anything like that. No, no capital T. Exactly, yeah, absolutely no capital T. Um, but where I went, went in the meditation, and it was great, and lo- again, lots of tears, went back and I was about 11 years old and... I was never the maths kid, never good at numbers. Um, and this math test did at school, I got 96%. Totally fluked it out of nowhere. Wow. No idea how. And I was so excited. I was so excited. And I went to go home and show my mom and my dad, I'm like, oh my God, I got 96% on this math test. So I show my mom and she's like, you know, amazing, that's brilliant, you're so clever, blah, blah, blah. And I show my dad and the first thing he said was, what happened to that other 4%? Oh, and the fact that that came up probably highlighted I've not quite got over that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, again, that sort of it was almost like connecting dots from that point. It was like whatever I've done has never quite been good enough in his eyes. And I've always been, you know, my dad is a successful guy. He's run business. He sold his business. You know, he's retired early and blah blah blah. So for me, I think there's always been that. The, the pedestals up there and that's you know the, the comparison thing um and yeah i think that was that was 
Canva and Enlightening Moment, but then, like I said, piecing together all the things through my life. Like, you know, I went to university and, uh, you know, started online businesses and they've been successful, allowed me to travel the world, work online. And it's just never, never been good job or, yeah, you're doing the right thing or well done. It's just always been, oh, how are you doing that? Or I don't understand what you do. Or, you know, it's, it's, there's never been that. Um, Pat on the back, I guess, would be the best way to put it. And I guess yeah, it's called encouragement. Yeah, exactly. Definitely more stick than carrot, I guess, if that yeah, makes sense. Totally. And, um, for me, I think in now in, in like in the businesses that I run, I had a business partner. So again, I don't think I've ever had the agency of fully owning something of like myself and having mm-hmm. the knowledge or the self belief that it was me and not someone else's input. That was that was the main facilitator of success, if you want to call it that. Sure. And yeah, I think now, like, again, I'm sort of, I went through my own battles with sort of mental health depression, ended up in a divorce and now we're jumping off a building and all that fun stuff. Oh, Uh, wow. You were, so you were, you were a jumper almost. Nearly. (laughs) Yeah. That's another thing I failed at. Um, Hey, I'm glad you failed at that one, man. Thank you, buddy. That's, um, that was a good thing to procrastinate on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll do a lot. Um, but I mean, and that's, I, I, I'm totally much better now. Like I can laugh and joke about it. And like I said, that, that sort of spurred me. Again, like what you were saying in, uh, in Miami was about what if you went through what you did so you can help others get through what they're going through. And that really sort of resonated with me a lot over the past year. I started a podcast called Let's Talk Mental Health, just trying to get two people to talk about in a it's very much like a more serious calcul karaoke. It's kind of sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not entertaining, but uh, can get a bit heavy. But again, it's amazing how people open up. And again, when you create that safety, and I'm a big advocate for that. But again, for me now, it's like it sort of proves the concept, but there's still that thing holding me back from am I good enough to do this? Uh, You know. Am, am I really capable of helping people? Is it just a dream? You know, I, I'm not. I'm not qualified. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think again, my dad's always been like, "Well, how are you going to monetize that? It's not a business." You know? So again, I think that seems to be what my root cause is. And, and did you talk to him lately? Or well, I, yeah, that's the. I sort of live with them. I, I spend half my time in America, half my time here in England. In case you haven't mm-hmm. figured it out uh, with the accent. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I, I for some reason thought you were from Jersey. I don't know why, but no, it's kidding. Jersey, not quite. <laughs> no, so um, so um, we, do you have a, a playful relationship with him at all, or is it all really serious? Like, can you guys joke around? Could you guys joke around? Not really. I think another thing, like he always wanted me to get into golf. I never really did. Um, so again, his his that was his thing for me. It was like the most frustrating game in the world. All right. Well, um, the, okay. So, so yeah. Well, yeah. People ask me if I play golf. And I said, trust me. I don't need another reason to say, f-, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, Jesus Christ. Totally relate. Yeah. <laughs> well, then this will just be for us. But, you know, when he says things to you about your businesses, like they're not really a business, mm-hmm. right? Great thing to say back is, okay, boomer. <laughs> he, he's absolutely yeah that that right. fits, fits the meme very well yeah. right but like literally that's what it is because it's like it's like we live in a in a, in a practitioner 2020 world 
yeah. digital world and the future yeah. is faster than we think. And like, this is business today. Yeah. Like, think about it, right? Like the live your purpose bootcamp, like what is it really, right? You're at home. I'm at my desk. There's some files in a learning management software. Like it doesn't exist. Yeah, he, he thinks it's mental that I'm stood sat up talking to you guys at what would sure. be one o'clock in the morning. Yeah, no, but, it, like, but it, it, is, it is mental <laughs> for a boomer. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Right, but the thing is that like, like I was, um, I recently watched this movie, uh, Midway. I was on a flight and it's about the battle of Midway between America and uh, Japan. It was like a turning point in the World War II. And what's so fascinating is it starts with Pearl Harbor and you know all that type of stuff. Now, What's unknown about Pearl Harbor is that we actually detected the Japanese fleet coming, flying towards Pearl Harbor, but because radar was so new, we misread it. We Mm -hmm. thought the radar was facing east towards the mainland, America, not west. So we thought it was like fighter pilots coming in from the mainland, not attacking Pearl Harbor. Beyond that, there are many stories of people, uh, colonels and generals and stuff, uh, not trusting radar when it first came out because it was this new founded technology, right? I'm sure there was a time where someone was like, you know, that fire stick you got, you know, that candle, <laughs> I don't know if I trust it. You know, I like to, I like to be awake when the sun's up. You know, I mean, God knows. Right. So, is that so my, my grandma with online banking, she totally, right. It. So, yeah, so yeah. new tech will always be doubted by people who didn't have it when they were growing up. The problem is if they understand from his perspective, he's seen more change in his lifetime than people before him saw in multiple lifetimes. Yeah, for sure. So it's really hard for someone like that. Who's not like, you know, an early adopter and stuff to be on board with what you're doing. But here's the thing, right? When we talk about your OI, what we want to do is we want to befriend that 4%. Mm. Now, if you ever want to clap back, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I, I like to challenge fathers unless it creates a tension, you know? No, I'm, I'm good. I've, I've got a pretty smart right? mouth. So it's like, it's like, you know, think about it this way. Like, hey, Dad, tell me about your business that you had where you had 96% profit. <laughs> Where's that 4%? What, or even, even better, <laughs> Dad, what's the most profitable business you ever ran? Like, what's the highest profit margin? 25%, 30%, yeah, yeah. whatever. Where's that 75%, bro? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if it can be playful, because the idea yeah. is, is we want, because here's the thing. If you look at the statistics, man, like the best baseball players in the world miss seven out of 10 times. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, and on and on and on we go. You look at, by the way, you look at like, if you're a killer investor in the market, you make 30% a year, you're a rock star. Yeah. You make 15%, you're crushing it. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you're making 94% on your money. You're probably doing something illegal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like that's not really a thing in like the markets, right? Or you have a great yeah. business, right? So like it's that gap. The thing is that like if you, if you look at every sports interview ever, I can summarize it like this with, for if the losing team. Well, we lost and we got to look at why we lost and we got to do better. I mean, it's basically what every guy's ever said ever in every sports interview ever, Right. And the reason why they focus on that is it's about what we're going to do next time. But expecting mm-hmm. perfection is actually not a champion mindset. <laughs> it's, not a, it's not a successful mindset. Now, you can, you can expect excellence. And 94 or 96% is excellent. Yeah. 
right? But expecting perfection is actually the lowest standard because it's impossible. Yeah. So as an adult man now, if you had seen your father say, where's the other 4%, what would you want to say back to him? I'd have probably just laughed at him and told him to stop being ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And so now when you're in that perfectionism place, that's going to be your mantra for yourself. Yeah. Dude, stop being ridiculous. And you can obviously <laughs> repair that part of yourself too and like and, and, and have play with it too. Because, you know, sometimes people don't exactly know how to pin me, especially when I do interventions and stuff like live, because I do weird irreverent shit. But the reason why is because we're instilling play because God forbid yeah. we actually have fun with this shit. Why you know so I mean? everyone Especially like, for the like, English. You guys are so uptight. I know, right? I'm, tr- I'm trying to be the transitional character for the yeah. nation, Master. Yeah, it's not easy. Exactly. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm the same. Like Whenever I talk to people about my mental health, I try and make it funny because I'm like, yeah. it's a serious subject. We, we need to make this more comfortable for people to talk about that. That's right. And humor is, just so you know, neuroanatomy of humor, ventral vagal. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's all green. Humor is green as it gets. <laughs> yeah. So can you let yourself be excellent, but not perfect? Yes, I think so. And for the part of you that doesn't think so, can we try? Absolutely. Yeah, I will. What's happening in you as I said that? It's like, um, (laughs) it's a realization, I think. So like again, like the piece of the jigsaw's just clicked in place and gone. Why why are you letting this tiny thing from years ago hold you back? Yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Here's the thing, okay. You know, you've heard me say it, I'll say it again, and you'll probably hear me say it a million more times. We don't have a unified self. We have many different parts of our personality and it's not just in our head, it's all over our bodies and stuff. What we've done is we brought a subcortical somatic old memory to your frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. It's going, why are you letting this small thing? Here's the answer. Hey, bro, it wasn't small then. Yeah. And, and, and it does, it is, it is, you know, in, in a certain sense, it is small. But if you're so smart, prefrontal cortex, didn't you realize this is the shit holding us back? Maybe we should befriend it and make it yeah. a little bit bigger because when we make it small, we discount it. And I'm sick of being discounted. Like we want to be an advocate for the part of you that was very hurt because mm. you weren't good at math and you got 96% and your father said, where's the other four? Yeah. No, it makes sense. Because one of the ways the nervous system keeps us safe is we address a younger part and then another part will step in and go, but so small, right? And it's like, yeah, it is small, but for you, but not for the other part. And we start to sound like we have multiple personalities because we do. You know, yeah. we, we, we used to, when you ever like walk on the street and you see like a homeless person talking to themselves, that's legit. Like there's Absolutely. many different parts happening in there. Like normal people talk to themselves, right? But like, so we want to make sure that as we're coaching that we want to make sure that we're keeping the, the conversation consistent with the part of yourself that's 
starting to venture out and be more vulnerable. Does that make sense? So, because it is small, but it's also not small. That's that paradoxical thinking. Yeah. Like it definitely wasn't small at the time. That's but right. Obviously, like to me now, it seems like a small thing after 20 odd years later. But That's yeah. right. But the me now wasn't around. Exactly. That happens. Right. Like think about like, you know, like in trees where like trees grow out and like, if you like know anything about trees, you can see like the rings and you kind of tell what was happening during that time of the tree's existence. Right. Human beings are very similar. We have similar layers. So you have this outer ring, this outer layer going, that made no sense. But the inner ring is like, bitch, you were around. (laughs) 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 Right. So for me, it is a big deal. And then that's the reconciliation that we get to do together because when we start to like really be precise about this, you're going to know the exact disconfirming experiences that you're going to need. And we're going to lessen the amount of internal conflict that you have and make it easier over time to stay in the Mm -hmm. emotional states that you want to stay in. Yeah. I'm with you. So I know it's late there, but what are you doing with what I'm saying? Connecting the dots right now. Yeah. It that's our goal sense. for this one. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that's our goal for this one. I, by the way, this is the shit that I think people should do before they go to therapy. Like, I want you, people to take this shit into therapy and go, here, now let's work. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the pre-work for you. Yeah. yeah, it's like, here's my manual of me. Let's go, you know, because it, yeah. take, it doesn't have to take that long to, to get to this place. It, and that's the system that, we, that, we're, that we're, you know, bringing about here. So you're doing a really great job and I really appreciate your vulnerability and, you know, burn them in an oral with us too. I appreciate that. And thank you to you. And thank you to everyone else who shares their stories. I, I, they're inspirational. Heck yeah. It's your beautiful stuff. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Staying up late. Love that. Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, would very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.